Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin another day, a, we're, we're blessed to be alive, we're blessed to have an opportunity of growth, an opportunity to change, an opportunity to understand ourselves better, as Rabbi Sol Salanter says, that a person can live in this world for 70 years and he can go without even knowing who he is. He could be blind to who he is and uh, that's one of the purposes of us to be in this world is to understand why we're here and what is it that I'm supposed to do, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses and Every day, Hashem gives us an opportunity to understand what our strengths and weaknesses are based on circumstances, based on the moods we find ourselves in, based on things that happen to us. And when a person starts off his day, when a person learns and a person tries to tap in and tries to be aware of how I can change my life. What is my life? My life is today. This is your life. You're in your life right now. Right? People are waiting for their lives to happen. When this is going to happen, when that's going to happen, uh, then I will be living the life that I want to live or whatever it might be. But the, the truth is, is that today and where we are right now is, is the life that we're in. And one of the most important things for a person to do is to try and learn to, to look at his day, to find the good, to see the good, to experience the good. And the natural, the default of, of a person many times can be that things don't look good. Or the person next to me is, is like this, and I'm focusing on what he doesn't have. I'm focusing on the negative. I'm focusing on what it is that I don't like about him. And the reason we learn purity of speech in the Hilchus Chafetz Chaim of Lashon Hara, the Hilchus Lashon Hara, is to remind ourselves that we are one. To remind our, ourselves that how important it is for a person to have the proper perspective on another Jew, to have the proper perspective on ourselves, on others. That is, uh, I would say, the, the Yetzirah is very strong in a person thinking negative and a person seeing the negative of situations, seeing the negative in people, seeing the negative in ourselves. And it takes time. It takes time for a person to learn to, to see the tov, ohev yamim liros tov. It takes time for a person to, to work on being someone who sees the good, to, who finds the good. It might not be natural, and it might be something that a person has to work on every day to remind himself. That's why we start off every day with moda'ani. We start off with thank you, Hashem. We start off with gratitude. We, we start off our, our days and we want to start off our day with, 
with being appreciative and realizing all the gifts and all the blessings that we have. So with that we start off we start off with um, page 42 day 12 page 43 day 12 talking negatively about someone's actions voicing disapproval of someone's behavior although it is permissible to voice your disapproval of a general behavior if you mention it in connection with a person or group or if it is obvious about whom you are speaking then you're not allowed to right for example when someone says i don't believe it is appropriate to bring children to a simcha that would be permissible you say i don't think that it's appropriate when people uh, bring children to a simcha right because it's you know they make a lot of noise so that would be you're allowed to say that as a general statement for example if you say mrs roth brought her 10 children to the bar mitzvah there was no place to move in the hall and you sort of mention that uh, maybe it wasn't the right thing that what she did so by mentioning the name of the person the statement becomes Lashon Hara now even if you state someone else's disapproval it also may, may be a problem my friend disapproves of the way I was brought up she claims my parents did not give me enough attention. Since this comment portrays your parents in a negative light, although this was not your intention, you're not allowed to say that. Right? So, so even if you state someone else's disapproval, so you might, you might not be able to say that either because you are, you are saying something negative about your parents. Okay, question, comments, please. Yes? Correct. Even though it's in an indirect way that you're putting your parents in a negative light, but ultimately you have to be very careful with that. And that's something, remember, that we, that we want to remember is that, is that you want to be very careful. The second you're starting to talk about other people, and the second you start talking about, about um, you know, negative things from other people or people said this, people said that, you want to be very, very careful because it's very possible that a person can, it can lead him to say something that he doesn't want to say or something that he comes out of his mouth that, that wasn't even the point, but then it ends up being a negative statement. So again, we have to remember, that's, that, that, that's, I think, what's very important. Of course, when it comes to straight talking Lashon Hara and saying, oh, this person did, said this, or this person did this, that, of course, is much more clear. It's when a person starts beginning to talk about other people, and he just starts randomly having conversations about other people, it, 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 you're, you're entering a very dangerous place, and it could end up that you're just agav, you're... you're you know, around about, you're saying things that will end up hurting somebody. It'll end up, um, you know, saying something about someone that you didn't want to say. Okay. Question, comments, please. Yes, Mayor. I just, um, um, uh, a quick story of uh, a 
for physics for this uh, year. Wild story. Uh, I, I was with a friend of mine a few, I didn't say the story like right away, but uh, um, I was with a friend of mine recently, and we were hiking. Uh, an amazing per per person, and I, I never told him that, oh, every single day we work on Lashon Hara, and it's a big thing, it's a big thing for us, it's a big thing for me, in the home, all this stuff. And, uh, and I'm walking with him, right? This is crazy. It, it just shows everything that this yeshiva does and, and, and homage the power of what, like Rebbe says, like, you know, about being the change that we want to see in, in the world. And if we change ourselves, then everything, you know, like, changes. Uh, so, like, Lashon Hara came up like sound, and, 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 and his words were, yeah, well, you know, when I'm like ar around you, and when I'm around, and he mentioned somebody else who's in this yeshiva, who's not in this yeshiva this year, but he's in this yeshiva, yeshiva said, when I'm around you, and when I'm, I'm, I'm around him, so I'm, I'm more conscious to not speak Lashon Hara because I know that you guys live a certain kind of lifestyle. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, uh, you know, I, I never, I never, whatever. It just, uh, who knows? I don't even know. But that's the story. Wow, wow, that is incredible. That is incredible. That is so incredible. Thank you, Mayor. Well, yes. Yes, it's, it's, it's amazing how, how uh, people, they, they get the energy and they understand um, without even saying something. And when a person is uh, making changes within his life and he's uh, living a certain way, so the, the, I don't even want to say the energy because it's, it's so much deeper than that, but there's a certain protection and a certain reality uh, that, that you bring uh, when, you, when you live that way. Um, and that's, that's a prime example um, how powerful and, and like you said, to be the change that you want to see in the world, you know, the, the, the effect that you can have on other people is, is of course not necessarily the goal. That's not my goal. My goal, mayor's goal, was not to affect this guy. Just, just living a certain way naturally, you know, will, will be the greatest effect you know that you can have on someone you know we know that with parenting you know of course how powerful that is that you can tell your kids to do something tell your kids to do something tell your kids to do something but at the end of the day you know um i don't want to use this term and it's a negative <coughs> term but it's true monkey see monkey do like like children uh copy just naturally subconsciously they just do whatever daddy is doing you know and we act a certain way and when when uh it's it's so powerful it's so powerful it's so powerful how powerful we are it's so powerful how we can make such an impression without even trying to make an impression and just by living a certain way and believing a certain way is is so powerful it's scary it's very scary um how how much how how big of an impact you know, a person can make just by, you know, it, it, it reminds me, I think they say the stipler, that's Rukhaim Kanievsky's father, the stipler was, uh, was uh, uh, one of the G'doyle Adar of the previous generation. He was, he was, uh, you know, can't explain who the stipler was. K 
can't explain who his son Reb Chaim is. Can't imagine the stipler going. So they say that that people would line up to go into his house to come see him, and he would say like, "I don't understand why why everyone is coming to see me. All I do is follow what the Shulchan Aruch tells me to do. You know, like that's that, that's what he's saying. Like that's all I do. I just follow. I just do what I'm supposed to do. But 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 you see the power of that. You know, not speaking lashon hara. You know, just doing. You know, being nice to people, of uh, learning Torah, being a good husband. Being, you know, these little things that 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 we think are so little and so insignificant. You know, are, are really what what it's what it's all about. You know, avera. Remember, avera doesn't mean a sin. A sin is not an avera. Uh, avera means you're you missed. You're off, you know. You're off. You're not. You're not in your boundary. You're not. You're not where you're supposed to be. You know. It's. It's. Ain shalom. Ain shalom. David Melch says, Ain shalom ba'atzamai b'pnei chatoai. I don't have serenity within myself because of my averos, because of my chet. A chet also means to miss the mark. When you're not. When you're not. That's why children are so awesome. Like little children are so natural, because they're just doing them, they're just being them. When a person's speaking lashon hara, he's outside of his boundary, he's he's outside of his element. He's not he's not truly being himself. He's not being his natural loving self and his his connecting to the truth. You know, we we uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. It, it, it's I, I, thank you, Mayor. You you inspired me by that story so much. You know, we 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 we, we it's so important to work on yourself. And when I say work on yourself, it's so important to be obsessed uh, with with yourself and loving yourself. And and it, it takes so much time and energy to to develop yourself. It takes so much time and energy to develop yourself, and there's so much to do, and there's so much, uh, there's so much there. And the more you develop yourself, and the more you understand yourself, and the more you work with yourself, the more you begin to see and experience, you know, the, the, your beauty. The more you get to experience how amazing you are, how wonderful you are, and how special you are. It's a, it's a lie. It's a lie if you feel... Um, it's so not true if you feel disconnected with yourself and you feel angry at yourself and you feel... Um, it's not... It's... Uh, I don't know what the word is. There's like a disconnect. You're not... It's not true. It's not true. You're, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're special. You're, you're exactly the way you're supposed to be. You don't have to do anything... You don't have to do anything uh, to change yourself. You could do things that you want to change about yourself. You could, you could work on things that I want to better myself. But my essence, the further you go, in, the further you go into to who you truly are, the more beauty you will find. If you're, not, if you're not happy with yourself and you're not finding love within yourself and you're not finding beauty within yourself, it's because you haven't dug deep enough. 
It's, it's, it's you haven't discovered, you know, the real, the, 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 your true essence. So thank you, Mayor. Amazing, amazing. Yes, Mr. So drawing one, the, uh, the Wells Commission has a mayor himself uh, from his wisdom to, uh, to bring proof to what the Rosh Hashim says about if you speak Russian art, like painting somebody over the head with it. Right. So it seems that the Mafia of Sham is 425, which is okay. Is what? Okay, you will hit it. Wow. Why did you figure that one out? I don't know. So Pet Sham, let's do that. So Pet Sham, so Sham right is 340 plus 80, 85. Is how much? 425. 425. Hake. 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 Amazing. But when your mouth is, is elsewhere, then you're hitting. You're hitting yourself. Wow, that's beautiful. Now we got, you, you have to come up with pe, 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 double pe. Okay, beautiful. Wow. Okay, Hashem will help us, and it's a good segue to what we're going to talk about. I do want to talk a little bit about food again today in the Silsa Sharm. It's important, but I really want to go to the next piece in the Silsa Sharm. Hashem will help all of us to be Zoha. Let us be Zoha. I could just share with you on a personal level this morning, I was doing my affirmations and like, like uh, I, I think it's because I fell asleep last night. Um, so it could be I was listening to the affirmations um, throughout the night subconsciously. So it was like, I woke up like 6.30 like, and I was, my earphones were still in listening to like, oh, I love you, and I'm on, still on that one, you know, uh, I love you, and this, and I like, this morning when I was listening to my affirmations, my heart was melting, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I feel so much, I felt so good and open, I was like, wow, like, it's like Rabbi Akiva, literally, right, we're waiting, oh, I'm doing my affirmations, so when is it going through, when is it going to, when is it going to hit, right, so like we've said this many times, if you've been told for 19 years of your life, if you've been telling yourself for 19 years of your life that you're an idiot and that you're a failure and there's something wrong with you and you're this and you're that and if you tell yourself 19 years so you've got to give yourself at least 19 years of love and positivity right, on a, on a constant basis on a constant basis because I'm telling you like, it... it, 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 it uh, It'll break through. It'll break through. I'm telling you, I had this morning a breakthrough. I was like, not even a breakthrough. I was just like, wow, like, it's really true what, 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 what she's saying. That's what I was like. It's really true. You know, and it was so powerful. I guess it just takes time. Amazing. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha to love each other, to love ourselves, to, to be the change that we want to see in the world literally um, like dedicate our li- life to, to bettering ourselves and to, and to strengthening our core of who we are. And through that will be Zoha to, to, uh, to help the Geula, to help all the Jewish people, to help every Jew wherever they are. There's so much, don't forget, there's so much pain um, in in. in in hurting people. There's so much pain that people experience on a daily basis of, 
of, of people, you know, hurting them, whether it's in elementary school, whether it's in high school, where, where people can get hurt on a daily basis at home, from their parents sometimes, from their siblings. There could be so much hurt. So when we uh, love and we, you know, talk beauty and we talk uh, wonderful things about people and we feel uh, the love for other people and we work on positivity, it's a tremendous strength for the, for the world. It's a tremendous um, chizek for the world. And, and let us have in mind, Shem will help all the Jewish people not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, to be sensitive to each other, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. 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 Okay. Just to, to um, I just want to sort of end off a little bit about food, and then I want to start the next piece, because uh, uh, we, we, were, we were talking yesterday about, about the relationship to food. The relationship to food. And I just want to say something that someone pointed out to me, someone who listens to the shiurim, um, and it's someone who, who, who has a very good understanding about food, and it was, it was funny, I was with my wife yesterday, I had to take her somewhere, and we were talking about, about um, <coughs> what we spoke about. Also, I've been on my own food journey the last little bit, so we talked about food sometimes, and my wife was saying, it was very interesting, so I said, I, said, I realized that what we spoke about, what the Silsharm says, is that food is also a relationship. Food is a relationship. And my wife would say, yeah, all the stuff that she listens to from the secular world about food and dieting, all that, is they say that, that you have to understand what your relationship to food is. You want to identify what the food is. You don't want to look at food as, oh, it's disgusting. You don't want to look at food as it's healing me, whatever it is. They say like, here, I'll give you just one of the, the chart. There's a chart that this person sent to me and it's like unbelievable how this is how this is part of our world and how it makes such a difference where is it I mean you wouldn't believe this listen to this it says um, these are this is talking about um, overeating or eating disorders right listen, listen to what listen to what, what's written about this what are we communicating when we're eating, right? I, I, um, I, I, I feel unsafe. I feel judged. I need connection. I don't belong. I feel betrayed. I am angry. I want to be cared for or loved. I need help. I'm, I am scared. And these are things that will, that, that, that will be involved in your relationship with food. So it means when some, it's like, it's like, what do you mean? It's just a hot dog. It's just a, a, it's just a bag of potato chips. It's just a coffee. It's just a, you know, whatever it might be. But it's not just that. What the Ramchal teaches us is that it's, it's not what we think it is. A person says, like we've been talking about, oh, it's just a little shampoo that I took from my roommate. It's not just a little shampoo that you took from your roommate. It's so much more meaningful than that. It's not just the fact, like uh, Rabbi Salakon was saying yesterday from the Kalavar Rebbe, that he went to take, you know, paper towels, that he just took what he needed. He just took a little bit of what he needed. It's not just, you know, when you're watching, you know, things that are inappropriate. Oh, I'm just watching things that are inappropriate. I, I have Tivus, I have this, I have blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. It's, 
There's something going on. There's something so much deeper in yourself that you're missing, that you're lacking. And, and, and the Ramchal says these are the three things. The next thing is food. My relationship with food. So if you can learn to understand your relationship with food, what does food do for me? What do I do for food? Like we said yesterday, do I uplift the food? Does the food uplift me? Does the food make me uh, feel a certain way? What, what, what's it all about? And what the beauty of what the Ramchal, what the Mesil Tisharm teaches us is that, is that we live in a world, and we have to remember this, we live in a world, and especially our world, where, where, we're, where we're not supposed to think about these things. We live in a world where there's abundance, and there's, and there's take, take a plate of food and chuck it. Take an extra uh, this and don't eat it. Or yes, eat it. Or meaning, there's such confusion. It is healthy. It's not healthy. It's it's something that is so important. It's so important to our. And you know, it's unbelievable. Shabbos. What's Shabbos all about? <coughs> Chalan and Kugel and herring. Especially our religion. Especially Judaism. It's all about the food. It's all about the food. Matzah. It's all about what types of food we eat. It's all about by the tzaddikim. It was all about the tish. And they're going ahead and they're giving out shirayim, food from the tzaddik. It's holy. People, what's going on over here? It's not just another, you know, plate of whatever it is that I'm going to stuff down my throat. Esav and Yaakov, their whole relationship of the Bukhar was with what? It was with food. So it's not what we think it is. It's not about, it's not about whether I'm... Um, you know, dieting, I'm not dieting, whether I'm eating healthy, I'm not eating healthy, whether it's, it's about really, really thinking about your relationship with, and it sounds so funny, it's like, what's my relationship with this piece of kugel? What's my relationship? Like, what are you, crazy? No. When a person thinks like that, that a person is living, otherwise, what are you like? Otherwise, it's like a person's like an like a animal. An animal doesn't think about it, right? What does a dog do? A dog eats anything. A dog eats anything. Cats are around, you just eat anything. Why? Because I'm hungry. So, so I think what you see from here, what the Ramchal says, what the Masil Zerum says, and it's interesting because he says it, that food is very, very, very deep in the fact that it becomes part of you. It becomes part of who you are. And it's not about extremes. It's not about fasting all day. And it's not overindulging all day. It's about learning your relationship and your balance of who you are and what food means to you. And it's like unbelievable. For me, it's an inspiration to talk about this. Because in Musser, right, the first thing you're going to say, Musser, right? Let's learn Musser about food. Don't eat so much. Salt your food. No, it's much, it's much more sophisticated than that. If it was that easy, then it would be that easy. It's much more sophisticated, complex, and I think our goal is to have an awareness. Our goal is to have an understanding of, of what's my relationship and my boundaries with people. That's number one. Number two is, what's my relationship in a, in a and it's so amazing, think about it this way. Food is called zun. Food has to do with with, with znus, food has to do with filling up your physical body. F- food has to do with your ego. Food has to do with 
your, you know, what, you, what, who you are, what you represent. You are what you eat. You're a nation, a Jewish people. It's a Rashi. Rashi says at the end in Zosabracha. Rashi says, I'm not going to find it right now. He says the difference between the Jewish people and the Goyim is that we eat specific food, while they will eat every food that they want. And Rashi says, Rashi says, it's a shame. I don't have the. Not, not gonna, I don't want to get it right now. But I'll lean it. I'll try and maybe I'll, I'll find it for tomorrow. Rashi says people who eat the same food, the Jewish people, eat one food. You know why? Because they serve one God, as opposed to the other nations eat many other foods and they serve many gods. So Rashi Chazal are telling us that my way I eat. My relationship to food has to do with my relationship to Hashem. To me, it's, uh, it's just incredible. Shimon. Yeah, it's crazy that you say that because... Um, Maybe I'll try and find like, a Rashi. I'm just thinking about it now. Yeah. That, like, I, I know, like, a, a few different people that come to mind, nothing wrong with them. Just, like, certain people, like, the way they, like, the way they eat, you can tell a little about their personality. Right. Like, you know? Right. Like, whether they, like, dig into a, a huge steak, like, going crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. Correct. That's why we have the Mesils Yisharim to teach us that and to and to give us that awareness. They say a story where I think the uh, the Baal Shem Tov or someone saw a guy running, you know, to you know. Uh, to food, and he said, like, oh, maybe, maybe it wasn't about something, it wasn't that far back, because he said it was talking about pancakes. And he said, he said, that guy is a pancake right now as he's running. He became a pancake. Why? Because he's running to his pancake. So he, his whole essence, they were able to see it. He became a, a, a that. The Balshanda, they say the story is, is he saw someone eating, sitting eating, and he says, what? No, he said he, he was a cow. He says he's a cow. He said that's not a person. That's not a person, he's a cow. What does that mean? So, because they're able to see the panemius of the person. At that moment, a person loses all of his das. He loses everything and he becomes that. Yeah. Yes, Zach. Um, so, uh, what you're saying with how non Jews eat like a lot more, it represents more of their um, lack of awareness, I guess, about, about, um, about God. Uh, not, not, not that it's a lack of awareness. The, no, because they serve men. Like right, they eat, you can eat anything. So right. the more, oh, here it is, I'm sorry. It's more of like a lack of awareness of one. Huh? And like, according to that, would that like mean that, let's say things like faith or crab or whatever, is, is it better not to eat Right, so, like yeah, yeah. It represents something that we're not trying right, to Right, so, so first of all, beautiful, beautiful point, Zach. Right, I would not tell anyone here to eat, not to eat fake crab. I happen to love bacon bits, right? But, 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 but I want to say something. There is no question about it. There's no, it's kosher, mahadran. But there's no question about it. There's no question about it that there is a cultural thing in that. There's no question about it. And I probably would be embarrassed to, uh, to say in front of the, you know, a tzaddik, I eat bacon bits. Why should I be embarrassed? Right? Some people wouldn't even say that. Tzadikim wouldn't even say the word bacon. The B word. They, correct. The B word. Exactly. No, there's Tzadikim who wouldn't even say an animal that's a Tomei animal. That's not even going to come out of their mouth. 
I found the Rashi, Baruch Hashem, Hashem gave me Siyata Deshmaya. If you see uh, Dvarim Lamed Gimel, this is a Rashi, everyone. This is a Rashi. Rashi, uh, Perak Lamed Gimel, and Dvarim, Pasuk Yud Tes. Rashi says, here we go. Here we go. Hamroim Kol Yisroim Ovdim Leloka Echad. The, the Goyim, they see, they see the Jewish people serving one God, the Ochlim Machol Echad. Right? We eat gefilte fish. We eat chulin. We eat all the same food. Lefisha Hagoyim, the regular, right? The other nations, Elokus Shelzeh, Lok Elokus Shelzeh. This God is not like this God. Umachole Shelzeh, Lok Umachole Shelzeh. This guy's food is not like this guy's food. The Ain, the Haim okay, Rashi talks about something else there. So Rashi clearly says that your relationship to food is like your relationship to God. If, if, if we're all eating the same foods, it's because we serve the same God. As opposed to the other nations, this one eats this, this, this one eats that. Maybe that's what we got. When we got the Torah, we got the man, only one kind of food. Beautiful, beautiful. That brings in achtas. Beautiful. Thank you, Zach. Okay, yes. The left of the story, Hashem will help us all. I want to start this next piece in uh, Masil's Yisharm. It's, it's definitely not enough time uh, set aside for food because food is something we deal with three times a day. It's always the things, it's always the things that um, are so part of our lives and we take so uh, for granted and the things that are so, um, as Masil Sharm says at the beginning in the introduction, it's the things that are so obvious to us that can become the biggest challenges for us. The, the, the three times a day, food, and the way we relate to food, the brachas we make, the brachas we make afterwards, whatever it might be. So Hashem will help us. It's only a day or two that we're spending on this. But it's number three in the Ramchal's list of things that we have to be careful with. And that is food. So Hashem will help each and every one of us to, to be able to understand our relationship with food and to realize how, how important that is in our life, in that relationship. Amen. Now, says Ramchal, we'll talk a few minutes. Now, 
Now, now, now it's going to get exciting a little bit. Now we're going to talk about problems that people have with other people. Social problems. And you guys want to hear the number one. The number one problem. Here we go. The number one. And it's interesting. It's not Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara, he lists as number uh, three. The number one problem that people have with other people is Honas Hadvarim. Verbal abuse. Kuladabra b'fnei chaveiro sheyevosh mimenu you say something to your friend that hurts him, that embarrasses him, for sure that you don't say something in front of other people, or you do something that causes the person embarrassment. And as he says, somebody who embarrasses a person publicly, and I want to say this very clearly, the JK, the just kidding, does not excuse a person from embarrassing someone publicly. Ein lo chelek la'olam haba. A person who hurts another person's feelings publicly does not have a portion in the world to come. The Amar Rab Chizda ninalu. All the gates are locked when it comes to tefillah, chutz mishare ona, which means somebody who cries that someone hurt them someone verbally abused you, someone put you down, someone bullied you, someone did something to you, if you cry out because of that, that breaks down all barriers. That's number one. Question, comments. So the Ramchal says, when you're dealing with social, when you're in social interactions with people, the number one thing that you have to be careful with is the way you talk to and about someone else in the group. I'm going to add one more thing, and I'll, then I'll let uh, Rabbi Tzvi, you've been quiet today. Uh, I'll let you guys say something. W- wait till you get married. Because behind closed doors, you can verbally abuse your wife. You can verbally abuse your children. And I'm going to scare everyone here because it's very scary. And that is like this, that if you are, are quick on the draw to hurt uh, your roommate's feelings or someone who's close to you, their feelings, your wife and your children, you will hurt even more. And I've heard this before. Oh, but it's my roommate. I don't care as much about my roommate. But it's my friend. I don't care as much about my friend. But my wife and my children, I'm going to love them more. What's the answer to that? The answer is, we hurt the people who are closest to us. So if you hurt other people verbally now, and you have inner talk, and a lot of times people have that. A lot of people, sometimes when they're single, what happens is they're nice to everybody else, but they're disgusting to themselves. They're terrible to themselves. So guess what your wife and your children are? Your wife and your children are an extension of yourself. So you might be nice to the whole world, but to your wife and children, you will hurt them. You will hurt them. Question, comments, please. Rabbi Tzvi, go for it. Yeah, I think uh, many of us sitting here 
have, uh, <clears throat> we, we've come here, we've had a journey, uh, and a lot had to do with someone at one point in our life that said something. And what's crazy about the responsibility of being nice to people and vice versa <coughs> is that you never know. I mean, I, I met people and I've come across people that have said, you should know you really, what you said helped me, and I have no clue, but that one smile to that little kid could change his life, and vice versa. And I was in the car with Cyril driving back driving to Shima, and my 10-year-old was leaving the house, so, so I was telling him, I said, uh, you know, have the best day of your life, you're, you're amazing, I'm so proud of you. And I was telling Cyril how sad it is that parents can't just say that. And, and, and I was getting emotional because that was something that maybe I was missing in my life. But, but, but like Rebbe's saying, any person that thinks he's going to do for his kids, and, and he does it only to his roommates, but to his kids, if not, he's delusional. And we take our kids as a given, we take our wife, our wife as a given, and that's why we hurt them much more. As I said, a Talmud, if the Rebbe's not nice, he could just leave to a different Rebbe. But the way parents sometimes look at their kids and wife is like, she'll be here, it doesn't matter what I'm going to do. And that's not true because eventually, as we all know, many of us, um, we wake up one day and we have uh, the power to move from that situation. And it's extremely sad. And um, three days ago, I met a kid, um, I met a guy in the show, his name is Decker. He's, uh, he teaches math. And I've said this story in the past, but I think at fourth grade, um, one of my rabbis asked me a question about math. And for some reason, I was getting tangled. I was counting with my fingers. And he made a certain joke. He said, well, you're saying you need Rutzen. And my, my only memory is that the whole classroom laughed. And that was it. I mean, up until very recently, you asked me any question about math. I have no clue. You say 7 times 7. I say 120. And, uh, and, and I had a deep trauma. So the story is that around five or six years ago, I met him on Parag by Ben Clooney. I saw him there. And I said, let me go over to him and just to close a circle for myself. Um, but I didn't have the courage. Then I met him in a bank in King George at Ben Clooney. And I said, if this guy keeps on bouncing to the same banks, I don't know, I got to talk to him. So I sat there and waited for him. And he's an older guy. and. Uh, and I walked over to him, I said to him, you know, I have no time as I just want to share how we have to be careful. And this person said to me, you're sure you did it? And he, he, he doesn't know who I am, he doesn't remember, this is 25 years ago, and he says to me, you're sure you didn't bother me that day or something? And, and, and for me it was just like, you're missing the point, which is ex extremely sad. Here's someone 20 years later, just sharing a, an emotional thing, and so uh, hopefully for me, it did close the circle. And the truth is, two days ago, I told this guy, Becker, I said, start tutoring. Let's, let's fix this whole thing for me. He said, it's not scary. But, but this is me. And for 25 years, I'm carrying this load from one word that he probably didn't mean, because I took it. And that's the power of words. And we can build people with one word, with one smile, and we can destroy their lives. And you won't even know. A guy could be publicly. Um, if someone owes him money, he owes, someone, he owes someone money, that happens in yeshiva a lot. And a guy in public could be like, oh, what's with my money? And then someone else that he owes him another 10 shekel will say, and what's with my money? And that's it. You left this guy scarred. So we have to be careful. And I'll, uh,
Yes, the sonnet. Beautiful. Challenges of being in yeshiva. I think one of the challenges of being in yeshiva is when you have chevra and you hang around and you get close with guys, and especially guys, you know, part of statuses. You know, it doesn't bother me, and I can say what I want, and I could be funny, and and I could crack a joke, and we've known each other since we're kids, so I could call you this name, and I could this and that, and we don't realize how dangerous that is. We don't realize the danger of sitting around and, and uh, joking and, and, and putting people down. And, then, and, and, and like Rabbi Tzvi was saying, what, what Nisano was saying as well, like, we, like you could yourself say, I so didn't mean that. I was just, we were all joking and we were all laughing and we were all just having fun. We're all boys. But, but, but uh, as the Ramchal says, it's the first thing that you have to be aware of when you're hanging around people. When you're hanging around people, it's, he doesn't say Lashonara. It's more what you're going to say to somebody else that's going to hurt them. And it's hard to be quiet. It's hard to be that guy who's quiet, who's just sitting there like, you know, what's wrong with you? How come you're not talking so much? What happened to you that you're not talking so much? Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that my... Uh, you know, my uh, personality is that I have to, you know, be the guy who's putting someone down or I got to be the guy who's being funny. I got to be, sometimes in arguments, sometimes people can have arguments and it's very hurtful when people say things, oh, they could be talking about sports, they could be talking about politics, they could be talking about nothing, but you could put something someone down, you're so stupid, what are you talking about, you don't know what you're talking about, what do you mean he's my best friend, he's my best friend, but no. It's, it's, it hurts. It, it, it affects a person. Yes, Moshe, you want to say something? Yeah, um, I just want to know, kind of like a, a gentle logistic question, I guess. What do you mean publicly? Because it can't be like every time you insult someone, you lose. Because, you know, so what if you're like embarrassing them publicly? Like, is that kind of a million of people? I don't know. A few people? Why, why can't it be every time? I'm saying, why can't it be every time? No, not you. No, I'm, just, I'm saying, if you're gonna, do, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hurt someone's feelings privately, you would do it publicly, also. You're gonna do it publicly sure, no, but I, in front of a group of people. Wait, but I'm just saying that the Mara says Barabbas. No, the Mara says it's Barabbas. So what is Barabbas? What? Just, just what Barabbas means? Because if it's like, I think, I'm not saying, oh, insult someone in front of three people, not twenty. I'm just saying, like, just because it's, like it's scary. Your You're saying because it's scary. Yeah. Good. It is scary. Yeah. It's very scary. It's very scary. Right. 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 If a person was initial and he, he yeah. uh, married someone in public right. once or twice, then right. lose his own Abba as bad as it is. He right. says that doctor, someone who's wrong with that does it all the time. Right. So, uh, so, right. So, so first of all, so first of all, first of all, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Hashem, Hashem's not trying to have you lose your olam haba. That's not the point. 
And, and if you feel nervous that maybe you lost your olam haba because you hurt someone, good. I'll say that again. If you're nervous that maybe you lost your olam haba because maybe you embarrassed someone or you hurt someone's feeling, good. I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's okay for a person to say, okay, great, it's only this, it's only that. Yes, there might be dinim and halachic status of Olam Haba, but that's not even the point. The point is, yeah, I want to I be so careful, God forbid, to hurt someone's feelings to the point where, where yeah, I'm scared out of my mind when I'm, when I'm with people that I might actually hurt someone's feelings. Especially if, especially if their love language is, is words of affirmation, you're done. You're done. If someone's love language is words of affirmation and you, are, and you are putting them down in front of them, you're putting down your child, your wife, a person, that could, be, that could sit there for their whole life. Just that one word, that one line. So yeah, I would be machmir. Machmir as, as badatz, uh, machbud, I don't know, what, what's the greatest hechsher? Well, it depends. Eidachredis, all the greatest hechsher, all the hechsher that we're so careful to eat, so careful to eat. Be the most machmir, 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 what comes out of your mouth when you're talking to another person. And Robin is the guy. You know why Robin's the guy? Because he, every person has a bechina of Robin. Every person is like, uh, is like Klal Yisrael. So imagine when you're talking to one guy that you will lose your olam haba by hurting another person. I love it. Chas v'shalom. Chas v'shalom that, we, that no one's going to lose their olam haba. But to realize the, the heaviness and the danger of it. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a sensitive guy, but a lot of times I find if somebody hurts me, Somebody else is gonna be like, "Oh, come on! It was just a joke. You're so sensitive. Don't take it to heart." But where, where's the balance when sometimes I feel like, "Oh, I can't, I can't be hurt now because come on, I need to be, be able to handle." Well, that's from the receiver. You're talking about as the receiver. Yeah. That's a different thing. As the receiver, that's a different avoda. As the receiver, we're talking about the giver. You know what you could do? What you could do is you could realize. If that's how sensitive, so sometimes we are sensitive, sometimes we could be sharp and we could say something to, to other people to, 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 to have that stay with you, to say, i got to be very careful in what I, what I say over. But I, I agree with, with Schweine, you have to work on your sensitivity, meaning there's a fine balance, I'm not saying who decides that, but you could have two kids, as we said, that you tell a kid, you're fat and he cries, and the, the, the same kid from the same family you say fat and he laughs. So one of them has to figure out that if that guy's laughing and I'm crying, maybe there's something that I have to work on. That's all. I agree, but I'm saying that's from the receiver. That's, that, that, that's a whole different conversation. We're talking about the, the, the giver. We're talking about the, the prosecutor. Uh, Simcha, you had a, yeah. I heard it said many times um, that actually my parents the first time I had in year that like, you're supposed to save the aggression and the insults for, uh, for like tomorrow and for the Abusa. I've seen Rebbeinah throw chairs and markers and call people names uh, in the name of Torah. What does Rebbeinah say about that? It's, ter- it's terrible. I don't even know what the question is. It's terrible. It's even worse because then you're making the Torah 
then you're making the Torah, uh, uh, you're attaching the Torah to the opposite of what the Torah is. The Torah is sweet, and the Torah is chesed, and the Torah is called Rachmana Omar, Rachmana. So it's terrible. That's why people have uh, trauma, or they will rightfully so, they will hate the Torah, and they will hate uh, what the Torah represents if, if that happened to them. And rightfully so, it makes sense, 100%. Correct? Yeah. Thank you, Sita. Hi. To what? Like, you feel like you insulted right, somebody. It's right. better to say just kidding, or is that making it worse? Because now he understands that you that you know that you insulted. Right, right. I guess it's better than not saying anything. You could apologize to him. Apologize. You could say I know. And again, the Ramchal is saying this is like normal stuff. What do you mean? He's my buddy for twenty years. He's my buddy my whole life. But you say a line. You say a sharp line to someone. Oh, we're all we're all just. It's all fun and games, and it's all funny until you're the. Until you're the, the victim. And then it's not funny anymore. And how many guys suffer? How many people suffer from one year of school? I've spoken to a lot of people who said that one Rebbe, it was one Rebbe, one Rebbe, like you're saying, Simcha, one Rebbe who was constantly, consistently, you know, talking a certain way or doing something. It's not just a Rebbe. It's not, it's not, you have to be so careful. You have to be so careful. So careful. Yes, Dovi. So, generally, if truth hurts, is it not worth it to speak the truth? Don't speak the truth. It's fine. So, then where am I living? Where, what kind of world am I living? You don't have to speak the truth. So, then you, could, you, don't have to, you don't have to say anything. Why do you have to? Who made you the guy who's supposed to tell? He says very clearly, but I might think even if his face is mishtanized, even if it means I'm embarrassing him. No. You're not allowed to. And don't say it. If he's asking your advice, and then the truth You have to be careful. So you have to be careful. You have to be so... This is the first thing that he's saying. You have to be so, so careful. To be so, so careful. To be sensitive. Not to hurt another person. Not to hurt another, another human being. Not just a Jew, your brother, your children, your wife, your family. Not to hurt another person. Yes, Yehuda. Yeah, I, I just wanted to, to uh, point out that, that there's so many like surveys and like research and everything that shows how people um, aren't aware that what they're doing would be considered like verbal uh, like, a, a, a abuse. And, and a lot of people who are also like receiving it don't realize that, that that's what they're receiving and once they understand that that's like what's happening to them and then they're connecting like a lot of dots so people aren't even like aware of it so yeah. just to point that out like how yeah. important it is to like understand yes. what it is and how it works Yes, 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 thank you, Yehuda. I, I, I want to say something, if there's one thing we all get from, from just this uh, discussion is that you're now scared uh, what you're going to say and what you're going to talk about, good, good. It's good to be scared about how you're now, oh, so what can I talk about? What can I say to my friend? What am I going to say at the supper table? What am I going to say at, at lunch? What am I say with my roommates? How am I going to become, you know, who I want to become publicly 
you know, if I can't, if I have to be sensitive. That's good. It's very good to be, to be very careful. Yes. So you, you'll be put, Hashem will put you in those same circumstances again, and He'll give you an opportunity to re, you know, to, to do it again. You're young. When you're young, and Hashem will give you many opportunities to fix that. Hopefully, it's the only thing you can do. Correct. You're, at least you're, and I'm not talking about you specifically, but at least a person's young and a certain age. Imagine being 50 years old, 60 years old, and waking up and saying, this is what I did to my wife, this is what I did to my children, and wow, I know myself, for myself. I know there are certain things that I've said to my older children. My younger children, I'm much more sensitive because I'm older. I've worked on myself. But my, my older children, when I had them and I was younger, so I wasn't as worked out. And I wasn't, I was more, uh, I, I didn't do the Masilja Charm as many times as I've done it now. So I'm much, you know, I wasn't as, as, uh, as where I'm at now. I have tremendous pain from certain things that I've said to my children and I said to my wife. And I feel like the biggest idiot in the world that I, that I talked a certain way. Okay, Baruch Hashem, I think I'm trying to do tshuva on that. But, I did, but at 19, 20, 21, 22, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. So right now you're young enough, you're all young enough to make that change and to become what you want to become, you know, and to fix those things that you want to fix. Beautiful, thank you. I don't understand that, so I'm supposed to stay away from positions that will put me in the spot of saying the truth. So don't become a rabbi, don't become a manager, don't become a husband. So how am I supposed to get results without putting out the truth? Yeah. Now I either end up with fake results or no results, or I end up doing all the work yourself. Yeah, so where's that fine line? It's not about a fine line. It's about you, you have to mode. It's very, it's a very narrow bridge. It's very scary. It's scary, scary to be a parent. Scary to be a husband. Scary to be a rabbi. It's scary to be a manager. Those are good feelings to have. There's a lot of responsibility. It's a very big responsibility to to influence people. And that you're, you, can, you can make or break somebody's life. It's a big responsibility to have children. It's easy to have children. It's a massive, massive, massive responsibility to, to raise children. It's a massive responsibility to have a wife and to be a good husband. It's a massive, massive responsibility. To be a rabbi, to be a rebbe, it's probably the biggest responsibility. It's probably the biggest responsibility to be someone who's, uh, right, who's... who's Giving over Hashem, like Simcha was saying, right? You could throw an eraser at a kid. You could you could yell at someone. You could yell at somebody. I mean, that's that's that's. So then leave. Don't don't do that. Go go become a you know a, a whatever it is. Don't deal with people. If you can't if you can't respect people and help people and be there for people and be sweet to people and care for people and you're going to hurt people then stay away from them. Go go get, sit on a mountain somewhere and figure out how you'll be able to be involved with people in in the in the way you're supposed to do it. Otherwise, yeah, correct. Correct.
Yeah, Moshe, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, just something that um, I realized like last month when I came in, I just started realizing just what you say really matters, that just because something doesn't insult you, that you think is so little and insignificant, and it's just like, oh, of course that wouldn't insult me, you could easily destroy someone. So Correct. Just don't, don't be like them, don't choose yourself as a meter, how to judge Correct. Them. Correct. Well said, Moshe. That's the moment. Oh, shit. Yeah, David, sorry. Um, I was just thinking along what Joey was saying, uh, and I really felt this because uh, we listened to all these uh, millionaires and they all talk about how you have to have, have to have vengeance and uh, you know, tell people what's going on. And, uh, yeah. It just dawned on me that maybe the million bucks that you're making is not worth uh, destroying the generation and the generation. Beautiful. I heard, I heard, I'm happy you say that. I, I would get the clip, I don't know the guy's name, right? This big, big guy, people send me the clips. I love these clips. And the guy was saying, he said, if you're at the office and you're making the deal and your mom calls you, you got to learn to say, Mom, it's not time for you right now. I'm in the middle of the thing. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> That's success. That's, that's, that's what they're telling. Yeah, that's what they're saying. I got to do it. And my wife and my children, I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for them, whatever it is. It's, yeah, correct. Just one other thing. And this is my own back door, so it's made up to take with a grain of salt. But um, by default, we say it's nice that... Right. So it just maybe me that... Someone who's a, 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 a say like Sarah Crawford on that club, someone who's in a place where they can make a rustle on that club in front of other people, then there really is no place for them. It's not that they lost it, it's still there, but right now you don't fit there. So you've got to work on yourself for a certain amount to make it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. 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 As long as they know, they don't lie to themselves and say, no, it's okay, I'm just saying the truth, or I'm managing people, I can put them in their place. As long as they know that they're wrong, they have a chance to grow and work at it. Correct. That's Correct. the first step. And, and today in society, everyone's saying it's like, socially, it's like calling out people, T4. Right. Like, what do you mean, Don? What do you mean, Don? I, I, I don't, I, Donald Trump, his whole, I'm not getting into politics. The whole thing in politics became that I could sit there in front of millions and millions and millions of people and make fun of somebody publicly. You can make fun of the President of the United States. And again, I'm not getting into he did so much for the Jewish people. I'm not getting into Donald Trump. I happen to like him. I'm saying it's Meshuggah that the President of the United States is sitting there embarrassing people, yelling at people, telling someone he's down, he's this, he's blah, 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 blah. That's the society, and that's the President of the United States. That's the highest level you're going to get to, and you have to do it. What do you mean? That's what they'll say in business, Dovey. They'll tell you in business, you have to. In order to become successful, you got to put people down. you got to go ahead and be tough and all like that. What? That's not the Torah. Wrong, wrong world. That We don't live in that world. It's the exact opposite. Right, that's what he's got to do, okay. Does the ends justify, do the ends justify the means? That's the question. Don't do it. Don't be, don't be quote unquote successful. So I'll be unsuccessful. 
I'm willing to be unsuccessful. I'm willing not to be the President of the United States. I'm willing not, like David was saying. So don't become the millionaire. Don't, don't do that. Yes, Yehuda. So if you, so you as the, so you as the, one second, one second, 100%, if you yourself want someone to criticize you, and you are asking them for that, and you're asking for that, we're not, we're not talking about that, we're not, we're not talking about that. Great, great, so you can, great, so you can tell, great, so you can tell, so you can tell that to, to, to a person, you could tell that. I don't know if I would want to be that person to go ahead, right? There's a whole halachic shaila if somebody asks you, right? Paintballing, right? It's a halachic shaila if someone asks you, it's a gemara. Someone asks you to chop their arm off because I want you to chop my arm off. I want you to punch me in the face. Are you allowed to do that? It's a shaila. It's not a push of the thing. No, 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 I'm just saying it's not. But Yehuda, it's not so simple to hurt someone even if that's what they want. It's not, it's not what, they, what they want is not hurting someone to, to punch them, to cut his arm off, and he's just, that is, it's, 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 it, it, cutting your arm off is what's going to heal the rest of your arm. I know, I'm saying that's technically what no, no, saying. Again, there's a Shiloh, Yehuda, there's a Shiloh, if somebody asks you to hurt them, are you allowed to hurt them? So I'm just saying you're right. If you want people to criticize you, if you want a friend, if you want a Rebbe to point out things, of course. But as the giver of the criticism, as the giver of the rebuke, I want to be very careful in that. That's all we're saying. I want to be extra careful. Yes, Rabbi Ackerman. Just now that I have a success business, I met a guy two days ago. He was like, I'm a whole how I'm wasting my life, my wife having a lot of kids, and just wasting, I told me, I'm looking at you and I want to cry. I can make you and I can make you and I'm just strong. And you're wasting your life doing all your life while you're having a lot of kids. I, I, I told him in such a huge, like, at home, trying to explain to you what do I define as success. He looked at me and said, you're never having so many kids in your life. And what are you doing there? Like, in his world, it's, it's like, it's just wasting. Beautiful. Wow. Amazing.
Many times we take for granted, and we don't, like Rabbi Tzvi was saying before, you take for granted the people who are so close to you, and you think you can say something. You think that I could say something to my friend. He's been my friend for 20 years, for 15 years. We're buddies, of course. But uh, Hashem will help each and every one of us to be careful for every word that comes out of our mouth. And it's better to be somebody who doesn't say something. If you're besuffic, if you were besuffic, if you're not sure that maybe it'll hurt someone. So of course it's better to be machmir, to be machmir on that more than all the hechsherim. People want to be machmir and machmir and machmir. The greatest thing to be machmir on is how you talk to other people and what you say to other people. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha and Hashem should protect us and all the Jewish people. Have a wonderful day. Amen.